Kia I just wanted to do a little, well, a longer intro than I usually do because it is a new year and I'm so excited. I started 75 hard, um, well, today as I'm recording this, but yesterday for you guys listening on Tuesday, um, I'm so excited for this year. I think that this year is going to be an amazing year for anyone who is able to stay consistent and um, build better habits and I know that there's so much going on politically and there's so much going on globally and I just think that the best thing that we can do for ourselves is make sure that we are looking after ourselves we are trying our best we are being consistent we're working on our goals um, and I made this post today which is I don't know important to me I guess because it kind of illustrates the things that are important to me in 2024 and so this was what it said it said mood for 2024 creating the life of my dreams no more playing around committing to my goals and following through stop making excuses um taking care of my hobora so my tinana my hiningaro my fano, and my wairua and saying no to things that do not serve me that has been a really big lesson for me in 2023 is that I was saying yes to things that I didn't even want to do, saying yes to things that would hurt my feelings, saying yes to things that would make me feel uncomfortable, and then I would wonder why I was upset, and then, you know, like, being upset would mean that I would fall off the wagon with, like, my holder. So, the biggest takeaway from me from 2023 was that I am my biggest, um, well, I don't know, like, when you're a child, you have someone in charge of you. When you're an adult, you are in charge of your own life, and I think that, it's really hard to realize that, that there's no one else coming to save you. There's no one else coming to make your life better. Like the only person who has the power to do that is you and your ability to have boundaries, maintain them and actually make sure that you're doing right for you and your goals, your future and the things that are important to you, you and your values. Like nobody is going to come and give you a million dollars. Nobody's going to come and give you health. Nobody's going to come and give you consistency or discipline or motivation or the ability to get up out of bed every day. Like the only person who can do that is you. So that was the biggest takeaway for 2023 for me. And 2024 is all about execution of that. Like, I am sick of saying yes to things that do not serve me. I'm sick of saying yes to things that make me feel like shit. And so what's important is to have those clear boundaries, maintain them, and actually just follow through. Like, I'm sick of seeing, and I hear it too with my friends, like, or people that I talk to or people that um, message me, you know, they say, oh, I want to do that, but, but X, Y, Z. Stop saying, but, like, stop making excuses. The only way to get to your goals is to um, actually have a goal and then go, I'm going to stop at nothing to achieve this. And that's exactly what we need to do. There will be problems that occur. That is life. That is just what happens like stuff comes up all the time things get tough all the time that's just what life is the only thing that we can do is actually learn how to better cope with those learn how to better manage those learn how to push through regardless that's the intro for today's podcast episode um I can't even remember what today's podcast episode's about but just wanted to jump on here quickly and say this um and share this with you all I hope you all have a great year I hope this episode is amazing and yeah I'll catch you on the flip side Mauri ore e welcome back to a new podcast episode ko te kahukira boins and toku ingwa, huri tēnei no ngāti kahungunu ngai tu hoi te whakatohia hoki and I am your podcast host for the Māori Millionaire podcast. Welcome 
back if you have been here before and know my Heidi Mai if this is your first ever episode of the Māori Millennia podcast. I am so delighted to have you joining me for today's podcast episode. Today's episode is about 10 things that I have learnt uh, through one year or sorry not one year but by working full-time in my business this year. So for those that don't know, I started my business at the start of last year, but I continued to work uh, part-time at a law firm and I studied full-time and I worked part-time on my business. So I did 20 hours working on my business, 20 hours working at a law firm and I studied full-time, so another 40 hours. Um, and then I also, every Friday night, used to drive home back to Tokoro to spend the night with my nan because she's cared for full-time at home. Um, so last year I was literally working 92 hours a week and it was insane. It was absolutely insane and I burnt out so bad. Um, at the start of this year I was so exhausted. Um, and so I had a really big shift this year where I decided to take a little break from uni and just really decide what was important to me so I handed in my resignation at my job at the law firm um, and I took a break from uni and now I work full-time in my business um, and I have done since about the middle of this year so it has been quite a year of learning and growing and becoming a stronger person a stronger individual um, and that has really helped me to grow more within my business but also be able to contribute more or contribute in better ways to my whānau because when I was working so much it was so exhausting I didn't have any energy and I was a horrible person I was um I was a bitch really um just ask my mum <laughs> just ask my mum um and so one of the best things that I've learned how to do is which is the first one of this podcast is number one I can't do any I cannot do everything I am not Wonder Woman and that has been the most influential learning I have had this year and one of the things I wanted to share with you all is that outsourcing or leveraging is your best friend. We need to um, be able to share our workload and by building a team you are able to um, give back to yourself and have time to prioritize your holder. Um, but that was that's our first lesson I'm going to get back into it a bit more but before we get more in depth into our podcast um, I did want to quickly ask that if you enjoy this podcast episode I would so love it if you posted this on your story and you tagged me this is how we can organically grow this podcast um, so that we can reach thousands of Māori future Māori millionaires um, this podcast doesn't have any advertising or anything and it has grown to the level it is today through organic growth and I'm so grateful that we have so many people who are strong supporters of the Māori Millionaire Kaupapa who share the podcast and who share it with their friends and whānau um, the Spotify wrapped came out not long ago and it was actually saying exactly that that all of my episodes are shared so much people share them um in their you know just copy the link or they share them on their stories and that is how we have been able to grow as a podcast because something that I think people kind of forget is like I'm actually literally just a 20 year old like I don't know much in this world and all I have tried to do is um learn a little bit every single day and continue to grow I don't know any, like, there's no one in my whānau that runs a podcast. I don't know this stuff. Um, I'm just learning every single day. So, yeah, if you enjoyed it, please share it on your pod, uh, on your story. Um, I would really appreciate that. And, yeah, if you also really enjoy this podcast, then please make sure to rate it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, 
up to five stars if you if you really enjoy this podcast then please rate it five stars i would really appreciate that but without further ado let's get back on to lesson one i cannot do everything outsourcing is so important and it's something that i learned took so long to learn because i think within my whanau i've only ever seen women do every single thing that they can and be able to um still you know I don't know what it is really but my nanny especially my nanny may has always given 150% of herself to her whanau um and then my mum does that exactly now as well my nan my grandmother my great-grandmother like literally every single person in my family gives so much and so that's obviously stemmed down to me but what I've realized is that when we give too much we cannot um look after ourselves and so whilst a lot of my whanau are amazing givers we also have a lot of health issues and so one of the things that I want to do to kind of break break the curse or however we want to call it is actually investing in my holder because I love that we have so many givers in my whanau but also our life expectancy is shorter meaning that we can't give for a longer period of time and so the new way I'm trying to think of this is that each moment I spend on my water, each moment I spend exercising, it does come back through the circle to my whanau because if I'm here for a longer period of time, I'm able to contribute for a longer period of time. If I'm here and healthy, I'm able to contribute in a better and stronger way. If I'm unhealthy, I cannot do that. So um, I can't do everything. Outsourcing is so important. And one of the ways that I was able to do that this year was um, hiring someone to help me with my social media. So she's going to be starting soon and I'm so excited for that. Um, That's going to be really, really helpful because I've noticed that I spend too much time on my phone um, I'm on there literally every single day doing my um, social media mahi on there and I really really love social media but I've realised that I just spend far too much time on there and my hobby is turning into a bad thing because it you know it's hurting my eyes and it's I'm addicted to my phone um, and so I still really love social media and I still want to do social media but I've kind of realised that I've pushed it to the max there and I need help with that um, but she's not the only person I've brought on to my Māori Millennia team. I have my podcast editor who's been with me since last year, who is absolutely amazing. Thank you, Jordan, from New Zealand Audio Editors. He's absolutely awesome. Um, so one thing that I have done with Jordan this year is I've given him more mahi, so <laughs> thank you, Jordan. But he now does the distribution of the podcast, which initially he was just doing the editing of it. So now he does all of that. So I just record and I send it to him. So that's another th- part of my journey was that I was actually just being a skimpy little oh I don't even know what to call myself but I was just trying to save money that's all I was trying to do by not getting him to do it until and that's poverty mindset eh like we're trying to save money on all these things and it's like it doesn't cost that much for him to be able to distribute it as well but it saves me so much time and it saves me so much mental space um knowing that I don't have to worry about that I don't have to worry about posting it once a week or scheduling it or any of that stuff which I was terrible at doing anyways so now that he does it all it's consistent every single week and for the amount of money that I'm paying him I'm like this is insane like I have so much peace of mind now that I've paid you to do this um so yeah number one I cannot do everything and that's been so hard for me to actually accept and so hard for me to really start changing my behaviours for because I've only ever seen women in my life do absolutely everything and realising that I can't do everything and that that is fine has been life-changing. So that is number one. 
the first thing that I've learnt in this year of business. Number two, which kind of goes on, is that haura is so important. And as you will all know, well, most of you will know, I started my millionaire morning routine this year. Um, and we are on day 37 today. But I started it earlier on in this year, but I wasn't as consistent with it. So at the start of this year, I knew that my haura was important and that it was something that I needed to take control of. So I started by trying to walk five minutes every single day. And I got this from Atomic Habits, which is 1% better every single day. So it doesn't actually matter where you start in your journey, as long as you start by being consistent and by doing a little bit every single day. What this book actually says is that if you practice your habit, whether it's small, um, and you do it every single day and you get 1% better every day, by the end of the year you are 37 times better. 37 times better, that is insane. And so um, one of the big things that I've realised from exercising every single day, which is part of my millionaire morning routine, um, is that my energy is better, my mood is better and my overall health is better. So that's number two, really loving my whole journey at the moment and that is definitely something that's going to blossom in 2024 and I'm so excited for that. Number three is planning for taxes which is a big one that you know as I said I don't know people who run podcasts, I don't know business owners like within my whanau, um, or you know the people that you see regularly, there are business owners actually. My mum used to own a business when I was younger so I got to see that but I'm meaning, you know, more regularly, most people in my whānau work full-time for someone else, um, and so we don't have these conversations coming up regularly about, you know, taxes within a business and all these things, so it's a very new world for me, and I don't really understand all of it, but um, I'm trying my best. So one of the things that I've learned is that planning for taxes is so important, so um, if you don't know when you run a business, you get paid in full. So, for example, within my business, I will do contracting or I will do mahi for someone else. They will pay me a certain fee. It is my responsibility to pay tax out of that putia. So that's different from working a job where when they pay you, that is your after tax rate. So they already pay your taxes for you. It's already, you know, dealt with and it's case pie. But when you run your own business, you have to deal with all of that stuff and tax write-offs and all of this stuff, which I didn't understand much about until I started my business. So uh, the biggest lesson I can share with you all is that when you get paid to take 30% of that income and put it into a separate bank account, 30% may seem like a lot, but when you take into account um, you've got taxes, you've got um, your fee maybe for your accountant or for if you're using Henry or Zero, you've got all of those fees. Um, but then also once you start making, I think it's 60 or 65k or something like that, you have to start paying GST as well. So take 30% and just start creating a little base for your taxes because the thing is is that when you don't pay your taxes there are a lot of hefty fines um, especially if you do not communicate with IRD so if you communicate with them and you say hey like I haven't planned for my taxes um, sorry and like I don't have the money but I can do a payment plan um, they will say hey like what can you afford then you do a payment plan and I was actually talking to a business owner recently who said that she did exactly this um, and her interest rate was something like three percent and the fines or the penalties for not paying her taxes actually just got wiped because she communicated with them and she said hey I do not have the money but I can do a payment plan how can we like sort this out and so my biggest uh 
lesson for you all is that if you have gotten to the end of your tax year and you realize that you do not have the money to pay your taxes then please please do not ignore it please don't just um try and save up for the money and you know in a few months go back and <laughs> try and pay it because it's not going to work in your favor what will work in your favor is by approaching this head on and having a cordial with them so that you can create a plan because often if you talk to them really early on they will wipe a, f a penalty or they will make it a lot easier for you to do it like a lot of people think that you're just going to get in big trouble and all of this stuff but it is important that you talk to them um, and that goes with any bills overdue bills so many people I know will just ignore them and they just you know they try and save the money and then they go back later and then they realize that there's this huge ass fee on it we need to have open communication if you've got a bill if you've got an outstanding fee communicate as much as you can with them say hey this is how much I can afford this is what I can do and do not give up that's the most important one do not give up if they are angry or if they're upset or anything like that do not give up please <laughs> Um, number four of my lessons I've learned this year is that you need to schedule your year as an entrepreneur. This is something that I did not do this year, but I'm going to be doing next year. And I actually learned it from a podcast I'm listening to from Amy Porterfield, which is Online Marketing Made Easy. Um, she is absolutely amazing. And one of the things that she talks about is that we need to plan for your whole year as an entrepreneur. So she actually, in December makes a plan for when is she going to do her launches within her business when is she going to have um time for herself so that she can go on a holiday when is she going to go on break for christmas when is her christmas breakup going to be and these are all of the things that i missed out on this year because i didn't know that and that's fine because we're all on this journey of learning but one thing that I wish I had have done was one planned a Christmas breakup because um, what I what I realized was that it's like December the 12th now. And, you know, I see all my friends and stuff going to their work do Christmas breakups. And now that I'm self-employed, I'm like, oh, I didn't get I didn't get to go to one. Um, and so next year there will be a multi-millionaire Christmas breakup. And that's something that I'm going to look forward to. Um, even though I don't really like Christmas, um, I'll probably call it something else, but something to acknowledge the team that has helped me to do this year of business, something to just bring everyone together, have a kai, um, and just something to look forward to every year. Like I think that's something important to do within my business. Um, so scheduling your year out as an entrepreneur can also look like making a big calendar you can do it on paper or on online or on your computer whatever that actually says when you're going to be doing what and how you're going to be doing what and at what time um so that's something that I will be doing next year or oh, I've actually started doing it now to plan for next year number five is to stand tall with your boundaries and to not take the easy way out this one has also been a very difficult learning for me because I am definitely someone who prefers to just back down and go oh no you know it's okay or I will just make things up like oh hey sorry like I've, I'm, I'm a bit too busy I can't do this mahi at the moment and one of the things I learned was that when I like bullshit around the problem the only person who actually ends up losing is me because if I can't do mahi because I don't my values don't align with a kaupapa I'm the one that loses out you know and so what I've realized is that if I approach things head on and I actually talk to people about the problems that I see instead of just saying no I can't do this then often they're actually very receptive 
and they will bring you on as someone who can help them with those challenges that they are facing. So one example is um, businesses who aren't as inclusive as I would like them to be. Businesses who say that they care about Māori but um, their actions don't necessarily align with that. So instead of me just going, oh no, you know, I can't work with you guys because of this. Oh, sorry, no, instead of just going, I can't work with you guys and making another reason up. If I say, hey, like I would actually really enjoy to work with you guys, but I need X, Y, and Z to be able to work with you, then that actually means that I am able to do the mahi that I want to do without compromising on my values. Um, And it's a win-win situation because the other business gets to work with me and that's what they wanted to do. I get to work with a business who is in alignment with me. Everyone wins, you know? And that all comes from communication, which is something that I really, really did not understand how to do prior to learning how to do it this year um and one of the things that actually happened was I had a I don't know if I would call it a negative experience but yeah I guess it was a negative experience and I felt um like my identity wasn't being upheld and I initially really wanted to just say to them hey like I can't work for you guys um because I'm busy like I just wanted to lie and I realized I couldn't do that because who wins? Who benefits from that? No one does. Um, And so I approached it head on and they said, I actually really thought the same thing and I didn't know how to approach it. Um, And I said, you know, that's Kate Pai. I'm here to have a cordial about it. Would you guys be open to, um, you know, me being a consultant about something like this for this? And they were like, yes, we would love for you to be a consultant for this. And I was like, this is awesome. Like I get more business out of being honest about being honest like this is insane so number five stand tall with your boundaries do not take the easy way out learn how to communicate learn how to um explain your boundaries and actually level up like stop letting people control you and start growing as an individual so that you can actually hold the power and you can do stuff um that's been one of the biggest things I've learned this year and I'm so proud of myself because the old me would have just gone oh you know I just I'm a bit busy at the moment I don't think I can do this for you and you know it's like who wins no one the next learning I made number six is that your friends are so influential I have known this for my whole entire life my mum has always told me you know be careful about who you hang out with because you're going to end up like them And I've always understood this, but I think what happened this year was that I, I don't really know what it was, but I think that my friends haven't always been doing the same stuff as me. And I think that that's fine to have friends that aren't doing the same stuff as you. Like if I, if say for example, a business owner can be friends with employees, that is Katie Pye. I think there's more to relationships than just that. But I think the bigger thing is that if your friends are you know still doing all of the things that you're trying to work away from for example smoking or um, spending too much or being in debt or getting loans or um, you know not going to mahi pulling sickies all of these things rub off on you they do and it makes it so much harder to be consistent and to be diligent and to um, work for a bigger thing when all of your friends are doing the opposite and that's something that I had to realize was that it made me really sad because I genuinely love my friends but sometimes not all of them are helpful for me to be able to reach my goals 
and so that was a very difficult learning for me to have because I've always been a person who loves my friends probably more than I need to and I've relied on them more than I should have I think because they've always been that um the circle of people that I go to whenever I have problems and something that I've realized this year is that stepping back from my friendships just a little bit and learning how to look after myself without needing them has really changed the game for me because now I don't look at friends as people I need I look at them as people that I want to have in my life that will make my life better so now that I've had this dynamic shift where I don't actually need those people to keep me going which is what I used to do like I would need their help to go hey I'm thinking about this and I I just need someone to you know support me or hey like I'm having this problem what do you think and you know I needed people to agree with me I needed people to help me to I don't know kind of like boost your ego like if you're having people in your circle tell you all the time no you are right like that person is so wrong you should totally do this I realized was what I realized was that like it felt like I wasn't actually my own individual because I was just listening to my friends about everything and I was taking their advice on everything and what I realized was who am I who am I and what's important to me and that's something that has been a really big learning for me is stepping back from my friendships and making decisions about what's important for me and one of the questions I posed to myself was would I be happy if I turned out exactly like this person and a lot of the time the answer was no and that sounds harsh but we have to be honest with ourselves would you be happy if you turned out like your friends um and make a list of them you know what parts would you not be happy about or would you be happy about and because the thing is is that it is so much harder to live a different life to your friends if they just do not want to change or they do not want to grow um and one of the big learnings I've had is since quitting vaping is that my friends who vape and will still vape around me Katie Paiteta like I'm all for people wanting to or people doing whatever they want to do everyone is allowed to you know kind of do whatever you want to do as long as you're not hurting other people I don't really care but the at the same thing understanding that like if your friend has just quit vaping um it's really difficult to be around vapors and stuff and so if our friends are doing the things we do not want to do then we need to be mindful about how much time we're spending with them we need to be mindful about how much energy and how much time we're investing in this relationship Um, so I pose the question again, would you be happy if you turned out just like your friends? Um, number seven is that an office or a dedicated area to work in will make working for yourself so much better. So last year or earlier this year, I was working out of my bedroom. Um, so I started my business within my dorm. So, you know, my dorm room was a bed and an office or a bed and a desk, sorry. And that was my office and everyone's got to start somewhere and that's cool and stuff but what I've realized really quickly was that working where you rest is really difficult and having a separate space to work in makes it so much easier so one of the things that I want to um, kind of promote is take advantage of co-working spaces if you have one in your town and I started going to one in Tokoro. Um, it's called the Impact Hub and it is amazing, like it's literally $10 a day to go there and um, use the office space or 
I believe $40 a week to rent out a little office space there or if you're an entrepreneur or if you're like just starting a new startup business it's like $10 a week so make sure to coordinate with them um, so that you can book in at a co-working space or talk to um, co-working spaces in your town but I rented out a cabin and that's what I'm um, recording from now that's my office at the moment but honestly if I had have known about that co-working space I wouldn't have done this because that is such a waste of money like, I spent so much money on this cabin but in saying that it has made me improve my income so much like by paying a hundred dollars a week for this cabin I have increased my income because I have a different space to work in and I can focus better in here and I can you know do all of that stuff but if I hadn't known about the co-working space I would have done that but Number seven is really just make a space to work in. Make a space that will allow you to work and allow you to do the things that are important for you. Number eight is about finding mentors. Finding mentors is so important. And one of the things that I really want to push, because I think many people don't understand this, is that you don't actually need to know your mentor. Like, your mentor can be just a random stranger on the internet, but you can study them and you can copy them and you can learn from them. There are so many content creators who are really successful business owners who are really successful in whatever industry they are. And if you want to be like them, then just follow them. Copy their stuff. Read it every single day. Everyone is spending so much time on their phone, but why aren't you looking at your mentors? Why aren't you unfollowing all your friends who are, you know, just drinking every weekend or drinking every day and stuff? Follow the people you want to be like, you know? That is such a, a big thing. And... One of my new mentors is actually Stanley Henry, who I found on TikTok, um, and then I followed him on LinkedIn. Now I follow him on on IG. Um, he has a podcast, and I have surrounded myself by this man who I have no like I've never met him, um, but I have learned so much from him. Have I paid him for that? No. Have I? Um, you know, I don't know who this dude is. You know, I wouldn't know his middle name, but. By following him, I have learned so much. I've learned about social media strategy. I've learned about attention and how we want to create, captivate people's attention and, and hold that because that's how we can sell. I have learned crazy amounts from this guy. Don't even know who he is though. And that's the thing. You do not need to know someone in real life to gain benefit from them. Find mentors. Find people you want to be like. Follow them on social media and surround yourself by them every single day. It's not that difficult, Fano. Number nine, um, which I kind of talked about earlier, is 1% every day is so true and it's so important because 1% every day costs 37 times better every single year. This is insane and it's something that I read, like, I read last year or something, but it just really, really, I really understood it this year. And I started by walking five minutes a day and now I can walk an hour a day and it is crazy, like, that growth um so one percent every day whanau doesn't matter what your goal is it works I promise and number 10 is that you can't pour from an empty cup which really just ties into that those first two lessons I can't do everything and how water is so important because you cannot pour from an empty cup and it's just so true and I just really wish everyone understood that we need to look after ourselves because you cannot pour from an empty cup um but yeah that was today's podcast episode whanau Thank you so much for tuning into a new podcast episode. I am going to actually recap all of these 
lessons for you guys just now in one go so that you guys can remember them. Number one, I cannot do everything. Outsourcing is your best friend. Number two, Hobota is so important. This helps with your energy levels, your mood and your overall health. Number three, plan for your taxes. Put 30% away into a separate bank account for your taxes. Number four, schedule your year as an entrepreneur. It's so important to plan for fun and plan for work. Number five, stand tall with your boundaries. Do not take the easy way up. Learn how to communicate. Number six, your friends are so influential. Be mindful about who you're hanging out with. Would you be happy if you turned out just like them? Number seven, an office or a dedicated area to work will make working for yourself so much better. Number eight, find mentors. Number nine, 1% every day is so true. Number 10, you cannot pour from an empty cup. That is today's podcast episode, Etefano. Thank you so much for joining us um, on a new podcast episode. If you know someone that I should be interviewing for this podcast, then please get them to email me or send me a message with their contact details so that I can reach out to them because in 2024, I want to have so many more Māori business owners on my podcast because it is so cool interviewing Māori who have been able to challenge the status quo and really overcome any challenges they've had and be able to create a successful business. That is so inspiring and I just want to hear more from these people and I want to interview them and share their stories on my podcast. So if you know of any, please let me know. Um, But other than that, thank you so much for tuning in to a new podcast episode. Mauri ora e I hope you all have an amazing week.